What's up, y'all? Another episode of Shoe Booty Sports coming at you Tuesday night, episode 84, if my math is correct. This is your host, Graham Powell, co-host Bradley Brown. Say what's up, Brad. What's happening? I was afraid your auto went out there for audio went out there for a sec again. Okay. Uh way to leave us hanging, but yeah, uh, Shoe Booty Sports, y'all, is presented by Rhino Races. Rhino Races is a virtual race series that offers five different races, a 5K, 10K, half marathon, a marathon, and the Rhino Ultra. Sign up for one or all five of their races at rhinoraces.com. Run your race at your convenience. Track it with your fitness app of choice. Screenshot your results as proof of completion. Once your results are verified by Rhino Races staff, your award will be shipped to you by mail. You'll have to submit those results under the Submit Results section there at rhinoraces.com, by the way. And, yeah, uh, Okay, yeah. Check out their gear section. There you go. Uh, t-shirts, wristbands, decals, and more. I was trying to figure out whether or not I told them about the... Uh... <laughs> well, yeah. That's neither here nor there. Okay, before we decide to start this show over again, uh, let's just jump right into it. A heck of a start there by me. All right, NBA Finals. First two games. Uh, Denver did what I thought they would do. Game one. It's... Yeah. It went pretty much like I thought it would. I thought the Heat would put up a fight. They did, and I thought Denver would eventually pull away. That's what happened. Every, the Nuggets played well. They just did what they normally do when they're winning games. Uh, Jokic got everybody involved. Uh, Murray made big shots, but uh, KCP, Porter, I mean, they all contributed. Uh, Bruce Bowen. Uh, Jeff Green, I mean, just goes on and on. It's just, it's the best team in the league. Game two, I kept waiting for that. I kept waiting yep. for Denver to pull away. And Miami just hung in there and they just hung in there. And then you, you blink and they're up 10. They're up 10 in the fourth quarter. And you're like, with well, the crowd's getting quiet. You're like, what's happening? Here comes Denver roaring back, get it within three or tied it, you know, get, and then Miami takes the lead and, Nuggets get a last second opportunity or yeah, last possession opportunity and come up short. So going back to Miami, one, one series tied. So it's been more, just because of that, it's been more interesting than I thought it would be. I thought Denver would win, would win it, win it in five. Yeah. I still think that I, th I did not think that Miami would take one of these like game two though. I thought maybe they could steal game one. Or maybe still one of one of the two in Miami, but they pulled one on me and got game two. So going back to Miami, feeling pretty good. If you're Miami, this is the this is what you couldn't have asked for a better situation, realistically anyway. So do the Heat have a chance? You give them a chance. Yeah, I give them a chance. I didn't really expect them to win game two, kind of like you. Uh I was kind of expecting them to take game three or four, um, and that was it. And I really – I still think they can get it done in five, though. But, yeah, Heat showed last night they, they have a chance. It was a bad question by me. Of course they or have a chance. The night have a chance. Yeah, it, it's it, – of course they have a chance. I guess the real question I'm asking, do you give them any realistic shot at winning this thing? No. Yeah, I'm still there. I still I've heard some people say I see this as a six or game six or seven game series. I think that's a you know prisoner of the moment type of kind of response to game two. 
I mean, Miami barely got out of there with the win, okay? It's not like it's not like they dominated game two or anything. You look at it on paper, Denver's the better team. Denver wasn't hitting shots. Miami was. Uh, Miami did a lot of the same stuff they get, did in game one offensively. Defensively, there were major adjustments. We'll touch up on that in a bit. But Miami was just hit, hitting their shots this game. But yeah, it... I don't give. I still see this as a five-game series. I still see Denver coming out on top. Jokic put up what forty-two or something like that, and that will pivot into my next question or just lead into the next question. It looks like Miami has figured something out. I mentioned they did a lot of what they the same stuff in game one offensively, defensively, completely switched things up in certain ways, as in put their focus on everybody around Jokic. It wasn't necessarily let's make Jokic a score, although that's essentially what they did. It was more so let's not let anyone else beat us because how Denver beats everyone, Jokic gets everybody involved. He gets everybody yeah. involved. I mean, everyone, everybody out there can play. I mean, that's a terrific starting five. There's a reason they're the best team in the league. It's a terrific starting five. Jokic is the best passing big man we've ever seen. And he gets everybody involved, and that's how Denver gets going offensively. You just make Jokic a score and take away that strength, that passing strength of his, it's proven to be a different team. It gets everybody else out of sync offensively, out of a rhythm. Jamal Murray, not so much. I mean, but Jamal Murray's a superstar as far as I'm concerned. He's reached superstar status at this point. With the shots he makes and the stuff he can do, you know, it, it's he's a superstar by now. Denver has two stars. Jokic is the better of the two, but Jamal Murray is a great guard. He's a great point guard, and they have a lot of very good talent around them. But, yeah, you take those pieces away and just make it basically Jokic, and let's just take everything else away around him. You know, Murray's going to get his. But you take those other pieces away, those key players, you know, the, around them, those key role players, we're going to be a different team. Looks like Miami might be onto something. What say you? Yeah, I'd figure putting all the, you know, <clears throat> making uh, Jokic a, a scorer, as you say. I don't know. I would think, you know, at least it'd give them, you know, less looks at three pointers, right? And did their three point percentage go down or attempts go down last game? So I'd figure he, Jokic's taking more shots in the paint versus, you know, outside the arc. They didn't shoot as well as they normally have this this postseason, at least in their wins. Uh, Jamal Murray, I don't know what his percentage was, but he still hit some big shots. He was just Jamal, Jamal Murray out there. But like KCP, uh, you know, missing that one at the end, he's hit big shots for them. Porter Jr. has. Um, even Aaron Gordon has hit some shots, you know, but which you're not used to seeing. It's not what he does. But as you said, and I said, making Jokic into a scorer. Don't say that to Coach Spolstra for Miami. Uh, he he apparently took some kind of offense to that. Uh, Ramona Shelburne's question toward him after the game. He kind of cut her off. Um, you know, she basically pointed that out. You know, a lot of people will say Denver's a different team if you just make Jokic into a scorer and. I didn't understand his offense to the question, him talking about, like, that's what people say. That's pe what people with the untrained eye say. And nobody nobody there in that room knows more about basketball than Eric Spolstra. 
and nobody's pretending that Ramona Ramona Shelburne's a good reporter, and it seemed like a fair it was a it was a fair question not seemed like it. it was it was a fair question that she was getting at, but yeah, Spolster didn't like it. It was just one of those. It, it felt like one of the I don't know like I, I'm the smartest guy here in the room when it comes to this stuff, and <laughs> like he's a great player. You know, let's not discount like like she wasn't disrespecting him in any way. The guy dropped forty two, I think it was. He dropped forty plus points. Either way, I didn't I didn't understand the response to the question, the quick the quickly being defensive of it. I don't know. Um, then again, maybe he's just shutting it down and just saying I I protecting himself maybe and his team from possibly bulletin board material that because he's not going to care what like we say about it nor should he right (laughs) spolster that is it could just could have just been that he's a smart enough guy spolster to that he could just say i'm not giving you any bulletin board material that's a dumb question he's a great player moving on to the next one if that's that was a strategy then i totally get it i completely 100 get why he said it but just as a regular viewer, person, reporter, et cetera, just different perspective, I didn't understand necessarily the response to the question. Have you seen the clip or seen the whole I, response? I there? have not. Nope. Have okay. Not. Well, that's essentially what it was. He, he just took offense to the question. I didn't, didn't understand why. Um, it made me think of, like like I said, if, if Spolster was just trying to not put himself in a position where he was giving bulletin board material to the other team, totally get it. But it made me flash back to when I was a reporter for five years and would talk to coaches, and a lot of them, especially after a loss. Like, that's the thing, Miami won. You know, you'd think he'd, he'd be in a better mood. But yeah. it was, which he was, he was, you know, not like, not like he was in a bad mood, but. We, we just, I've already discussed the reasoning possibly behind it, but it made me flash back to a lot of the snappy responses I got from coaches, like covering the SEC women's tournament. Or Arkansas beat Ole Miss in the tournament. It was like the first round, I think it was. And in the, the media room, I asked because I, I, of course, did my homework, homework like any decent reporter, Ole Miss won the previous game. And they had won by like eight or nine points or something like that. And that had basically flipped. And I want to say Arkansas won by about double digits. And I just asked, I said, so what was the big difference between this game and that one? What adjustments did they make? What did you not do this game that you had success with last game? Essentially is what I asked. And he he just made it, and he just had a very snappy response. He's like, well, I don't know. I don't have the film in front of me, so I couldn't tell you. You know, just something like that. And... Just, just it was, it was worse than that. I'm not doing it justice, but I just remember thinking, uh, I mean, you, you, y'all just got your butt kicked out there. I, I mean, he's clearly in a sore mood, but um, still wasn't the correct response. Like you didn't, you could look out there on the floor and tell, as you're watching any decent coach, hey, we didn't do this like we did in game one. You, you didn't need the film for that. If you needed the film for that, then probably not going to last very long as a coach there, which he didn't. Uh, Surprise, surprise. But little things like that, um, 
I've had one funny thing. Uh, a local head coach of a women's team. Uh, I, I, I won't say the name, but she was always a very tough interview. Um, after didn't matter what it was after a win, very tough interview. A lot of times she would just hand you off to the assistant, which I was fine with. She got to be so difficult to get anything out of. I was like, I'll just talk to the assistant or like, and toward the end of my time as a reporter, I just didn't even, I wouldn't even look for a quote, maybe from the opposing t- coach. If like it was a fimple or something, you know, mm. um, just cause there's a history there, but it got to where I just didn't do it all together. I would just report the game and that was it. But the back when I was still trying to interview this coach, I remember they just got blown out. They got blown out in a tournament by, um, like Jack Jacksonville had the best girls basketball player I saw in high school when I covered them, and they just they got blown out. And I was sitting there and I was like, I get, they're both local schools. I got the. I got the Jacksonville coaches response. I got to get the other team's response. Right. And I, I was, so I'm sitting there waiting, dreading it. You know, I'm like, Oh gosh, this is going to be miserable just because I know how the coach is. And then she came out and she just was like, had a, had a grin on her face. She approached me and said, I'm sorry. You had to be subjected to that. I'm sorry. You had to sit there and watch that from our team. Like that was just uh, that was pathetic. And it was the best interview I could have imagined. It was crazy. Did not see it coming. I was like, okay, respect, just because <laughs> threw me a complete curveball on that one. That's probably my most memorable interview, just because it complete. It was a completely different reaction than I was expecting. But uh, both of those coaches went on to win state championships. By the way, actually, she had won it already. But both successful coaches. But anyway, that just took me back made me flash back to some of my time sitting back there, you know, on press row, uh, there in the media room. Uh, okay. So speaking of coaches like Michael Malone, the Denver coach, uh, his post game comments after game two, the, anybody who watched the game, you know, can see what was wrong. Essentially, if the guys watched the game, they could tell, tell us what's wrong. We didn't want it bad enough. It was the typical kind of coaching response. We didn't want it bad enough. Uh, They outworked us, that type of thing. Every time I hear a coach say that, I I, I just want to stop and just say, well, could you have taken like a timeout? Was there a certain point that you (laughs) thought, hey, these guys are outworking us, and these guys want it worse than we do. They, They want it more than us, and they're outworking us. Maybe take a timeout. <laughs> do you, do you t- tell your team that? Hey, they, they're out working us, and they want it more than us. Can we try harder? Like I, yeah, that I never go really well. Yeah, I, I just I never really understand. Well, if that's what he's saying in the press conference, that might as well be what he says in the huddle. You know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of a it's one of those cliche responses. It, it, it like tell us. Tell us a little more than that. And he, he may really think that, but I, I just, I don't know. To me, just the big difference was, and anybody watching, the difference was they took everything around Jokic away. They took, they, they were like, Murray's going to get his. Jokic is going to get his. Let's take everyone else out of the equation. 
And that's what happened. And that's why Miami was successful. So did, I mean, is Miami on to something here? I mean, could this be a more competitive, be more of a competitive series moving forward because of this? I genuinely hope so. Because game one to me wasn't that interesting. It was too predictable. It was, it was a good game for a bit. Miami fought. Denver eventually pulled away like I thought they would. Game two, I was expecting the same thing, like I said. And Miami's, they're staying in it. Not only staying in it, they're taking the lead late. So, I mean, Miami could be on to something here. Michael Malone can coach. So, Denver's going to make adjustments, you know. They're going to make the adjustments, but, you know, how does Miami counter that? Spolster, if anybody can, he will. So I do look forward to seeing that, the chess matchup just between the two coaches, at least. Uh, I mean, you're going to see that right away. You're going to see that right away in game three. That's tomorrow night, by the way. Uh, look for, Looking forward to that. The game's doing... tonight, man. No, it's tomorrow night. What? You think I'd be game doing three. the... You think I would be doing the podcast right now in here if game three was on right now? Then what am I watching on TV? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. No, never mind. I was like, what are you watching? Game two, apparently. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, well, just turned on the TV. It was on. I was like, oh, shit. Didn't yeah, didn't look like, at the guide. So what what are you watching? What channel? Oh, it's NBA TV. Okay, yeah, that explains. that should have been the giveaway. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about, man? Um, yeah, game three Wednesday night. Everyone, we really know our sports over here, y'all. Um, Honest promise. mistake, damn it. Promise. <laughs> Dude, okay, been, so all, all I've been doing is watching the live stuff. So. Well, clearly, with your live golf, are you team? Are you team live now? No, I just thought it was appropriate to wear. Did you just Hollywood Hogan it and just go to the other side? No, you just drop the leg on PGA Tour. Nope, and just put the hat on after. Yep, you should have. That would have been a pretty sick heel turn. But okay. Anyway, just an idea. All right. So, any adjustments to to your finals prediction? You still got Nuggets and five. Or do you want to switch yes. it up a little bit? Nuggets and no, five. I'm keeping Nuggets and five. I am too. Like I said, a good, great win by Miami, but you, I mean, you escaped there with a win. Denver will adjust. Denver's the better team. Yeah, I, I, I've still got Denver and Denver and five. But I'd like to see. I'd like to see a better series just for entertainment purposes, because there's a great story either way. Um, Tyler Hero, you did see him on the bench. And like in the in the conference finals, like doctors had they had at least had reported that doctors had cleared him to play, but he was sitting out. But do you even bring back Tyler Hero if he's cleared to play at this point? Uh, not unless he's making every shot in practice. <laughs> well, I was gonna. I mean, because at this point, why do anything to throw off what you have how out long, there? How long has he been out? He's been out a while. I, I don't. I don't remember exactly, but it's been months at this point. Yeah. Um, he, I don't do anything to throw off my chemistry out there, what I have going, even if he's healthy. Like, like, even if he's cleared, he's he's not 
it, it wouldn't have been for a long time. You know, go ahead and sit him. You got the answer. You don't want to risk aggravating that injury again, leading into an off season, having yet another recovery period. I'm, I'm sitting him for the series. If it's me, like I said, you, you don't want to risk it hurting him again, but mostly at least half of this. I wouldn't say mostly, but at least, yeah, even reason. I just don't want to throw off my chemistry and what I have going on out there right now because they're playing well as is. So I'm keeping it like it is. And yeah, I think Miami's just kind of figured out what they're going to do. The key to competing with this team is let's just take the pieces away from Jokic and Murray. Like they're going to get theirs. Let's stop everybody else from beating us. Let's stop everybody else from contributing to this potential L we could take. Let's just make those two beat us. I get it. Makes sense. So it could be an interesting series moving forward. Okay, the NBA Finals are still going, but Razorback Baseball is officially done. Got beat yesterday 12-4, I think it was, to TCU. I think I think the they got smoked in the opening round of the regional or not the opening round, excuse me. But uh, I guess it would be the semifinal round, whatever it is in regional. 20 to 5, yeah. Yeah, it but uh it was a sun was it a Saturday game? It was supposed to be on played on Saturday, but it got rescheduled for lightning delays to uh two o'clock Sunday. That's right. And yeah, uh, it, yeah it was great. Got to see a guy who uh, hit two home runs all season produce 11 RBIs for his team. Three home runs, right? Three home runs. I saw two grand slams. Yeah, one in the first inning, one in the second inning. And I don't know when the next one came because I turned it off. (laughs) I I was still watching just because I wanted to see if he could do it. And they were all pretty much like the same spot. They were like right center. They were like right center hitting away. Uh, the guy had a great game, game for the ages. TCU just played lights out. Like, I thought at first, like, man, Hagen Smith is horrible today. Just having an awful game. And then it no. didn't matter who they put in there. I, it felt was... bad. Yeah, I felt bad about TCU drawing into our regional. <laughs> I figured it wasn't going to end well. Yeah, they beat but... Arkansas earlier in the season, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, by a good amount, too. Yeah, it was a... Yeah, it was a score fest on their end. I think they've in the three games that we played on, they outscored us like fifty to fifteen or something like that. Yeah, I believe the total number was in the last two games was thirty-two to nine. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. so twenty to five, and then twelve to four. So thirty-two to nine scoring difference between TCU and Arkansas. Just a really bad matchup for Arkansas. I mean, I wouldn't say that TCU's that good. Uh, they looked it, but I mean, cause I think they had lost 22 games or something coming into this, but then again, I don't know what their schedule looked like. And it's really all about who's playing the best ball. Yeah. As long as you can score runs, you this got a time chance. of year. So and that's what Ole Miss did. That's what Ole Miss did last year. I mean, they yeah. weren't, they didn't, they weren't a they're great the, team during the season. They were the last ones in. Yeah. And then they just got on a roll there at the end and come away came away with a natty yeah so let's let's grade the season for the hogs what do you give them a grade you know as far as a grade goes for the season 
after the season started and then we had all the injuries and everything. I don't know. Somewhere between a B plus and an A minus minus. Because we overachieved with the injuries, I think. D- Dave Van Horn said he, he got pretty much what he thought he could out of this team. Um, yeah, you, didn't you lose your ace pitcher coming into the season? Oh, yeah. Who was going to be your ace? Yeah, so I'm not going to go A, just because to me, you got to get to Omaha to get an A. But I'll give them a solid, I'll give them a solid B. Just because, I mean, you 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 won an SEC championship. You know, you won an SEC championship. Shared title, not outright. You still get a you still get a ring, man. You still get an SEC regular season championship. You still get to throw that number there on the outfield. Uh, championships a championship. Um, yeah, I didn't get the tournament one, but that's another one of those who's playing the best ball kind of just in that tournament. A lot of times that doesn't even carry over, you know, to the rest of the postseason. I'll, I'll give them a solid B. I mean, you were a conference champion in the regular season. You had a good year. I uh, just didn't get it done in the postseason. And that happens sometimes. Happened to Tennessee last year, and they were the number one team. Arkansas yeah. number three. Going into this postseason, like I said, I mean, you were number three because you were an SEC champion. Uh, so... Yeah, just just didn't get it done, but I I agree with DVH. I, I think he probably got what he could out of this team this year, all things considered. I'll give him a solid B on the season. Can you believe that there's actually some idiots on Twitter? I mean, I'm sure you can. Yes, I can Call believe it. That. Yeah. So, oh, we should fire, you know, Van Horn. No, just, just be quiet. Arkansas has the dumbest damn <laughs> fan base on planet Earth. I don't oh, care man, what sport it is. Arkansas is the dumbest fan base in the world. Like it, it goes back to football when we beat Ole Miss and beat beat them handily, you know, early. And and we, you know, Pittman took the foot off the gas significantly and let them kind of come get back in and at least make it look better on the scoreboard. But then you have that idiot fan who steals an Ole Miss player's helmet and is running away with it. And not only that, like it's like people had posted it on social media. And I remember this one guy, this, he posted it and people were like, why is he doing, you know, reasonable people are like, this isn't like, like, what is he doing? He shouldn't be doing this. And the guy kept like trying to defend it. He was like, yeah, it's, he's like, yeah, one's smart. It's funny though. And he, every response was, it's funny though. I'm like, nobody thinks this is funny. Nobody yeah. with any sense thinks this is funny. Only people like you think this is funny. And unfortunately, there's too many of you that are Razorback fans. But it just goes back to that. Just, I'm just glad those people aren't running the program. If you think Dave Van Horn should be fired, then you just need to shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Stick to, stick to something else. Like You can watch sports, but don't have an opinion on it about that. At least if you do, don't say it out loud because it's stupid. Yeah. But I will say this, though. How will his career be remembered if he doesn't get a national championship, like when he retires? I mean, he's a, he's a Hall of Fame manager, you know. 
I don't know how they do that in college. I guess it'll be the, the do they have a college baseball one? I don't I don't even know. I don't but, know. But it's it's a successful career no matter how you look at it. He's been there twenty plus years now. Has it been twenty plus? But it's been like right at twenty, if not. Um it's been a long time. Yeah, we'll we'll say this. How would you grade his career if he well, it's hard to say because he hasn't. It's hard to say how would you grade it if you never did it. But how? So we won't do that. But how? How would you kind of? How do you think he'll be remembered? I mean, if he if he doesn't doesn't do it, doesn't get a championship, he'll, he'll be remembered as that great coach who couldn't win a natty. I mean, I think that sums it up. I think that pretty much sums it up. Right. Like, For one reason or another, we couldn't get stupid foul ball. I mean, it's. <laughs> You just had to I don't bring get it, up, man. I, I, dude, I, dude, I couldn't help myself. I went into all just the hate remarks on Twitter, and dude, that picture was posted so many places. I was like, all right, I got to get off this. Where did where don't did you wanna... find this? Like, dude, it was like on the on the Arkansas. Okay, final. <laughs> like, what social media app are you on? You're only on like Twitter, Twitter right? Yeah, only okay. on Twitter. All right. Well, but fortunately, yeah, we like, don't follow oh, the same yeah. things. I'm guessing. I was like, "Oh, cool." I mean, it was just the University of Arkansas post, you know, final score, and then I was like, "Oh, let's see what people are saying." And then that's where people are like, "Oh, was your fire DVH?" And then it was just yeah. a whole is like every fan base ever hating on Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that happens. I mean, I hated on Tennessee when they lost last year, but they just they they had it coming with all the stuff they pulled during the season the cel- the celebrating the, the way that they did and the trash they talked Vitelli and all that uh, i i just i loved it you know i loved watching them lose but you you summed it up i mean he'll be remembered as the great coach that didn't win at all if like yeah, that doesn't change yeah like i essentially see well completely hypothetical it's kind of like I kind of compare it to like a Jim Beheim at Syracuse. Like he, if he didn't win, if he didn't have Carmelo in two thousand three and get that cha- and get that natty, he'd be remembered as the great coach that didn't win at all. It's it's comparable in that way, I would say. You know, because as great as Fayetteville is a place to live, and the U of A is a great place to go to school, and all that. There are plenty of other great options in the SEC and around the country. I mean, Ar- Arkansas is not the university, you know, no. no matter how you look at it. So, and it's like Syracuse, you know, in the Big East or Northeast, it, it's, you're not looking at it like that's going to be like your top school unless you're like from that area growing up thinking that's where I want to go at least for people around the country. So that that's how I, I think it would be, he'll be remembered. But still, I will take stability. I'll take 20-plus year stability over one magical season and then highs and lows. Like, look at, like, look at Ole Miss. Ole Miss was talking about firing their coach last year. They get hot, win a national championship, this year, dead last in the SEC. Yeah. So who knows how much longer that coach is going to be there? That'll la- last another year or two, maybe. Just that 
honeymoon, that, that championship honeymoon. But that seat will get warm real quick if you're not winning. I'll take, like I said, 20-plus years of stability, consistently an elite program, top-tier program with conference championships sprinkled in here and there. I'll take that over one magical year of a national championship and then bad seasons you know, sprinkled in throughout the rest of the tenure. That, that's better for the program in the long run rather than just having a trophy that was won you know, once and might have been 10, 20 years ago. I mean, Ole Miss won it last year, and there, there are people that probably couldn't tell you who won it last year. You know what I mean? Baseball is different, of course, but yeah, like I'll take stability over one successful kind of one-hit wonder type of season any day. Okay, so I think though it's got to happen at some point or another. You, I mean, you, well, you got to think that, but it's not. I mean, it's a na- it's a ch- national championship, man. That's I not know. that's not an easy thing to do. I know. Oh yeah, I mean, almost as easy as catching foul ball. I, it's no, not, yeah, not easy. All right, moving on. Okay, let's uh, let's touch up on some golf real quick. There was a big announcement today: uh, PGA Tour DP World Tour. What, what does DP stand for, by the way? Uh, you just had to ask me that. <laughs> You're the golf guy. You're the golf guy. You should know this. Okay. Anyway, the PG t- PGA Tour, Google it real quick. The DP World Tour and Live Golf League <laughs> have agreed to unify and move forward in a large commercial business or in a larger commercial business. Circuits announced today. I, as yeah. I was writing down the topic list, this broke today. Yeah, ten thirty this morning. Yeah, I was. I had to take a double take, double take a look at my phone. Man, it was. That's yeah, wild. I thought it was a it? joke, man. I thought That's it was a wild. Joke. And just yeah. did it, but did it? I mean, I guess money. I mean, money talks, Dude. right? Yeah. Yeah. What are there? What are other explanation is there for? Like, you've got all your tour guys going to bat for you for two years Deni- now. Yeah. The nine hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, turning down money. And now, you know, Phil's looking like a genius in a lot of ways now. It's uh maybe not genius, but he's looking pretty good today. And uh, your your tour guys, it's like, I mean, they stuck their neck out for you for two plus years, and then you turn around and do this. I'm not against it by any means. I th- I think this is good for golf. It is. Um, yeah, I think it's great for golf, but you still just you naturally want to feel or kind of feel for those players. Not one of it, you you just do. You feel for the the tour guys. Mm-hmm. What, I want to get your take on it. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, man, I really don't know what to think. Um, I mean, a lot of people, myself included, kind of had that gut feeling that live was not going to be a long lived. Uh, venture it was only going to be you know anywhere from two to two to five years before its point was made and change was going to happen i don't know what to think because no details have emerged yet um they're all saying they're going you know they're unifying together under one umbrella um nobody knows what that's going to look like nobody knows what it's going to be called nobody knows if live is even going to stick around um or if they're going to do like live style tournaments with the team play in 54 holes kind of in the fall season 
that's you know pretty much the off season for PGA, and it's or if they're going to treat the live as the upper echelon of the golf tournaments and kind of use the PGA as a farm league. There's tons of Clearly ideas not. being tossed. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's the one of the dumber ideas I read on Twitter today. But hey, the tour's not gonna be okay dude, with that. Everybody, everybody's playing the guessing game. Nobody knows what's going on. I truly don't know what to think other than just WTF. Like, no clue, man. I mean, that's the main reason why I bought this hat because I knew it'd be a novelty item here in a couple of years. <laughs> doesn't I mean, yeah, doesn't look like it will be now. Uh, but yeah, the big news. I was as shocked as you. And I, I'm the I'm the casual golf guy, so I, I was only thinking I was only thinking what you what your reaction yeah. was about. It's it. going to be very very interesting to see how this all plays out. But there, everybody's going to get paid. But absolutely, I, I, yeah, it, it's so much stuff has to get worked out. But yeah, apparently they've been privately talking about it for the last seven weeks or so. So yeah, that's that's the other wild thing. Uh, just letting your players continue to kind of have this back and forth and while you're secret, while you're kind of doing business on the side. Yeah. Pretty wild, but that's business too. So not tell anyone and let them find out pretty much like the rest of us did. So, yeah, well, uh, we'll end on this. So, uh, women's college world series, uh, starts tomorrow, by the way, best of three Oklahoma going for their third straight national championship, got riding into the series with a 51 game winning streak. Taking on Florida State. Uh, a lot of people kind of rooting against Oklahoma for some of the celebrating they do. Uh, they At least they've been criticized for it. It's nothing like Tennessee from what I've seen, by the way. I think people are mostly just mad that these this team is the clear powerhouse and we just kind of want somebody to beat them, so we're going to come up with a reason why we don't like them. Uh, so, yeah, I'll uh, naturally pull for Florida State just because, you know, underdog type of thing. And also, uh, Isaiah Rogers is being investigated uh, for – possible gambling violations uh Colts defensive back I'm just wondering I'm just like how dumb can you be uh considering Calvin Ridley just a year ago got suspended for an entire season for gambling uh cost himself 11 million dollars so spending 1500 dollars I think it was on gambling so yep if you don't learn from that I don't know what to tell you and uh MLB standings real quick. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays, still the best record in the league. Uh, Braves, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, all tied for same record or same win total in the National League. And my St. Louis Cardinals are dead last in the Central at 25 and 36. So not a fun time for a Cards fan, but I'm going to forget about that, and we're going to